I could have written the best song and had a killer sound in recording, but if nobody hears it, what's the point? So today we're going to be talking about promoting our music. How do we do it? Why do we do it? Where do we do it? Let's talk about it. Hey, well, welcome along today. I'm Craig from the Dot of Eight Studio. I'm talking to musicians who want to become artists, musicians who want to go to the next level, uh, do music for a living and do it independently without a label and without a heap of money. Well, how are you today? We're talking about promotion, which for some people, they get excited. Other people did not sign up for marketing. They did not uh, ask to be part of the marketing department don't want to have to get on Instagram every day and write stuff about themselves and try and convince people to listen to their music. It's kind of almost counterintuitive to creating art is then like making people listen to it. They should just like it and appreciate it, right? So uh, some people today might uh, struggle with this, might hate the fact that they have to do it, but uh, maybe realizing that it's something that we need to learn, something that we need to embrace and it's part of being an artist without a label, without a publisher. That's just kind of where we're at right now. Unless we get signed to that or want to pursue that, we're going to be an independent artist. Marketing is something that we need to figure out. I think it's interesting that maybe the, maybe the best songs out there have never been heard. You know, Maybe my favorite song is sitting out there somewhere and just hasn't been promoted. It hasn't been put into Spotify. It hasn't been labeled properly. And I just don't know where to find it. And I'll never experience that. And maybe the opposite is true when you've got an audience that really would connect with your song and really would love your song. If you don't put it in front of them in some way, if you don't make it accessible for them to find it, uh, if you don't promote your music, they never will find it. And that connection won't be made. And that's really what this promotion is all about. It's just finding the right people to connect with the right products. So we all know this way too well. If you If you want something your phone kind of knows about it. So it's connecting people with products. It's connecting people with what they need, want, or desire. And it's essentially what we've got to do. Let's not do it in a super creepy way where we're just listening to people's conversations, but let's put our music out there in the right places so that the people that will love it, will connect with it, can find it. So we're going to talk about three basic things today. First is why, what, and then how. So why are we promoting, what are we promoting, and how should we promote it? So the why is pretty easy. It's so that people will hear it, so that everything that we do is worth it. Everything that we do kind of has a purpose. And and essentially, I mean, this is about this is about doing music for a living. So this is about having an audience big enough to be able to sustain what we're doing and that are kind of looking forward to our next uh, recording and that are, that are buying our stuff, that are actually trading money for the experience of our music. We need that if we're going to be doing music for a living. So why? To build an audience, to grow that audience and to engage it. And I guess it's because no one will do it for us as an independent artist, unless you've got like your spouse, maybe your husband or your wife is really great at doing promotion. So they'll kind of do it for you. But generally we're having to do this ourselves. We're having to go into bat on social media and wherever else into the newspapers to promote our own music. We have to do it because no one's going to do it for us. I think um, the internet just gives us full access, which a lot of people whinge about, but I think it's great. I think the fact that we're now on Spotify and that you can self-promote and that you can pay Facebook to do ads and all that sort of thing, though it can be annoying and frustrating, I think the fact that the whole world is accessible now and that our audience, like everyone that's in Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, the internet, there's just enough audience in there 
to sustain us as artists doing it full time. So I think it's great that's accessible. As annoying as it is, there's so many downsides to it. But let's just focus on the positive things. Let's focus on the fact that we now can do it from our lounge rooms, from anywhere in the world, and and do music for a living. So I think it's great. And the final reason why is so that we can just expand it, so we can grow our audience. If we're not promoting our music, it's going to be the same people every time. It's going to be your family, your friends, the people that already know right now that you're doing music and that you have music in the pipeline. Unless you're going to promote it, you're going to get no new fans. Your next album is going to be the exact same listeners as his first album. So we need to be we need to be promoting so that it can grow, so that it can expand and get bigger and bigger. So this is an interesting point. What are we actually promoting? So I think we have to shift our mindset a little bit um, that it's not just promoting products, right? So for a musician, what's your product? We kind of think of our product is our song. We've written a song, we've recorded our song. That's the thing that we're promoting. We're promoting that song. I reckon we need to get a bit bigger. We need to expand our mindset around that a bit and actually think that we're promoting everything about us. We're promoting ourselves as artists and and our music is a part of that. Our songs are a part of that. So when we promote this song, we're also promoting every other song we have recorded in the past and every song we will promote, we will record in the future, sorry. There's businesses that do this really, really well. They kind of they kind of promote themselves as a brand. They promote what they stand for, what they believe in. They promote kind of everything around them, almost like a lifestyle that you can buy into and their product is just a part of that. So uh, here we've got like phone companies. So there's one in particular that kind of, they really promote um, social justice. Uh, they promote, you know, there's a bunch of charities they get behind. They kind of, they promote their ads about connecting people. Like you can be connected with this person, that person. So they kind of sell the whole vibe around lifestyle that they're kind of, they're shooting towards. So then when you need a new phone, you don't think, oh, which phone company I'm going to go to. You just kind of, you're already connected and in with what they're doing as a brand, as a full entity. So you just jump on that phone company and, and you can probably think of other businesses that are the same as that, where they kind of, you know, they promote lifestyle and then the product is just tagged onto that. And we see that now, like that's really prevalent. And what kind of what I'm getting at here is is the whole influencer craze. We're really attracted to people and characters and personas. And then we just, because they like it, their product's good. So like, have you seen how many ads is Snoop Dogg a part of at the moment? He's like an influencer. So menu log or whoever else, if Snoop Dogg likes it, then I like it. Like it's kind of this, this influencer character sort of thing. So with our music, we're not just promoting our song. We're promoting ourselves, our lifestyle, what we stand for, what we believe in. And we've got to kind of get that to a place where people like it and want to connect with it and want to be a part of it that's going to actually push our music. So it can go both ways. Either they like you and they like your music. So that's probably where you are now. Like your friends and family probably love you a lot more than they love your music, right? And because they love you, they love your music. Maybe you've you've got a friend that you just you just love their heart. You love what they're about. Um, you love their passion and all that sort of stuff. So as a result, when they put out music, you're the first one to jump on and you love it, right? Alternatively, you might hear this song that you really, really like. So you kind of research about the person. You find out, oh, they're really into this. They've been doing it for this long. They live here. They're married. They have this many kids, whatever. You kind of 
learn about their life, and then that just strengthens the bond that you have with their music. Or alternatively, you find out that they're really not a nice person. They do this and this and this. This is their track record. And then it's kind of tainted a bit. You're like, oh, actually, I could probably live without listening to that music. I don't really agree with what they stand for and the way that they're living, their character, their personality. So I could probably live without hearing their music. So you can either find it through music or you can find it through personality, but you kind of have to have both. And when when we're talking about social media, it's that social part of it that will really grow our brand because that's what the platforms are going to push. They're going to push that social aspect of our life and then our music is going to tack onto that. That might really annoy you. You just want to be about the art and you're annoyed that you can't just make a great song and that be enough, that it all has to be tied in with this branding and this personality and all this sort of business stuff. But I think that's just the harsh reality of being an independent artist. And even if you go with the label, they're going to put you in a box and kind of and promote that box and you still can't step out of line. We see people get slammed in the media with sporting teams or whatever when they step out of line for what people expect them to be. So yeah, I agree with you. It's totally annoying, but unfortunately it's just a part of it all. And I think the problem is, or the reason that it needs to be like that is because there's just so much great music now. So back in the day when there wasn't that much music being recorded, there was only a few sort of elite artists. You just liked their music regardless. It was it was what was available. Whereas now we can pick any genre and there's so many great songs in that. So if you just want to hold your music up just against other great songs and that's your only differentiation is that you have greater music than someone else, you're not going to achieve that because there's just so much great music. We can pick any genre. So if we did like... It's like a blues funk, like a blues funk genre. You can be have excellent, fantastic blues funk music, but there's so many other fantastic blues funk bands that what is going to make you stand out? But the answer is your personality because nobody else has your personality. Nobody else has your circumstances, your life experience, your beliefs, your values. People might come close, but you combine that with your music then you're going to be able to grab a section of that audience that listens to great, what genre did we say? Funk, blues, blues, funk. You'll be able to find a portion of that blues, funk audience that also connects with you as a person, your personality, and that's how you're going to grow a fan base. So I mentioned it before, like with Menulog and Snoop Dogg and whatever he's doing, like they could have got anybody to get up and do that. Anybody could say the same things about that company, about Menulog or whatever. But only Snoop Dogg can bring Snoop Dogg to that because his personality, his character. So they combine that with a product to sell it. You know what I mean? They can't just get anyone off the street who could say exactly the same dialogue and promote exactly the same product. It's about combining that personality with it that actually gives you that point of difference. Great music isn't enough of a point of difference anymore. So we talked about this in stage one, which makes it so easier when you get to stage so easier. So much easier when you get to stage five if you've kind of thought about your branding at the start. You've thought about who you are, what you stand for, and and what you're about. It's going to make it a lot easier to actually connect that and combine your, your now product with that personality that you've got, with that branding and sort of direction that you've got as an artist. And I guess whether you want to kind of believe that is true or not, I think if you had a look at your Instagram, you would find your family, your friends, and then a bunch of people who influence you, a bunch of people who you might respect. They might be famous people or someone that you saw here or met here or whatever, but you're not, you, it's going to be their personality that you're kind of attracted to. It's, it's just the truth. We kind of, we look for that 
person that can give us influence because we all want to be better. So as a music artist, we've got to be that influencer, uh, even though it's a, it's a weird sticky word, but we've got to, we're going to have people that want to be like us. We need to set ourselves up so that people do want to be like us and they want to kind of buy into what we've got because they're influenced by it and they kind of grab this respect. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Point three, how are we doing this? How are we promoting our music? I want to just chat about a few ways. This is such a big topic, which I'm going to unpack in a bunch of different ways in future episodes. Today, I'll just do a quick overview of how, and I think you'll be able to pick up something um, from this little this little section here. How are we promoting our music? I think there's three, uh, there's not three main ways, but there's three ways we'll talk about today. Obviously, there's the socials, there's websites, and there's like email funnel, which I think is a, a really good way to do it. And basically, there's pros and cons of all of them. Socials, I think are great. Like I mentioned before, everyone is there. Well, not everyone is there, but enough of an audience that we can grab to be a full-time musician is on socials. So we want to grab it. Anyone can do it. Anyone can find it. All the audience will ever need will be there. But the problem with the socials is that they're owned and controlled by somebody else. So you can post what you like. There's a few guidelines and, and most of us aren't going to stray from those guidelines anyway. But the delivery, we have no control of. So I don't know the exact stats. I've heard somewhere between 4 or 8% delivery we're getting off Facebook or Instagram, which means if you've got 100 followers, you're going to put a post saying, hey, I just recorded this new song. Between 4 and 8 people that like your page, that follow your page, are going to see that post. So that's a really small deliverable. And there was a couple of years back when that kind of changed overnight where everyone that followed you would see it if they scrolled down far enough. So much content now they had to change the algorithm and overnight people just it just dropped. So now we're down to this four eight percent. But the thing is so many people lost out there who would kind of set up businesses, set up structures to work on how it was delivering and then it changed and it made it really hard. And you would know now, and I reckon over the last couple of weeks, it's kind of changed again. I'm finding reach with things I'm doing in the studio are a lot lower over the last couple of uh, weeks. And we just don't have control of that. We don't have control over the, the delivery. We don't have control over the experience that the audience is going to have with our posts. Their interaction is controlled by the platforms, which is fine because they're a business. They want people on the platform. So they're trying to figure out what they can do to make it good for the consumer. So if we're trying to operate our business through that, if we're trying to promote our brand, our music through their platform, they own it, they're in control. So that's totally fine, but it does make it hard for us. We can often miss the people that we really want to get to, right? Or vice versa, the person that would really connect with our music, we don't know them, but if our posts went in front of them, they would be locked in. They'd, they'd love our music, but we can't rely on it getting to that person which makes it really really hard so then you think maybe it's all about paid advertisement maybe facebook is instagram youtube they just want you to do paid advertising and that's all good and that's i think that's there's definitely a season for that but unless you've got systems worked out underneath and you have a good grasp of that you can waste a lot of money on getting a few likes which aren't actually going to turn into people actually buying your music or people actually funding your life as a musician just because they like your post. So there's lots of systems kind of set up and that leads me on to the next thing, something that you can control, somewhere where you might want to drive traffic is to a website, something that you have control of how it looks. You have control of what people see. You have control of the experience that people have when they get to your website. Now, the difficulty with that 
even though you can have everything, you can have your tour dates, your music, you can have people buy stuff off at websites, awesome. Getting people to your website is hard. While everyone's on the internet, not everyone is typing in www.yourband.com. So it's getting them. So socials are kind of good maybe to get people to a website. So the downside is just getting traffic to it. But the upside is that you're in complete control of the user experience once they get to your website. The third thing that might work for you is emails. That's a really good way because it has a 100% delivery rate. As in everyone that you send an email to will receive an email. Now, not everybody's going to open that. Um, so I think the stats are it's about 30 to 40% open rate usually on an email. But you can be guaranteed that it's going to be delivered to them, which means somebody that wants to engage with you, somebody that is really into your music and wants to be a fan, you can't guarantee they're going to get it on Facebook. So they might be right into you, but it's never going to be delivered to them. You know, with email, if they're into it, if they're looking for you, then they're going to be able to find you in their inbox and they'll open up that email from you. And that just might be a newsletter or it might be a gig guide or it might be a free download or it can be whatever. But as far as promoting your music, if you can get an email address, because you're in control of that, you get to decide when you deliver it. You get to decide what you put in those emails and you're in complete control of your email account, right? It's not going to, an algorithm isn't going to change and all of a sudden people aren't getting emails that you send. You're in control of emails, but it's tricky. The downside of that is that it's hard to get an email address. You can't just find all the people that like you and have their email addresses. You have to get them to first engage with you and do that. So once again, we're looking at socials to kind of throw the net out there. If we can take them from socials to our website, if we can take them from socials to an email inbox, then we might get more delivery and more promotion. Does that make sense? I want to unpack this a lot because I reckon that's a secret to, to really growing an audience and having an engaged audience is if they can be on the in you know if they can be a part of your membership on your website or if they can be a part of your email system then they kind of have exclusive access to you and that feels great for the fan Um, but it also means that what you're putting out is landing and is getting delivered so that's very good we're just in finishing up today uh look this is all possible people are doing it all the time we're seeing small guys become big guys all the time by having a good presence on social media and promoting themselves really well or setting up websites that that can house traffic really well or email systems that can that can follow up with people and engage people it's not beyond us it's something that we can do more and get better at so hopefully today just kind of sparks some things and i'll pretty much this is a hard episode to do in 15 minutes because you can unpack every single thing i've talked about so much today and i will be doing that over the coming weeks i'll do a full series on promotion and about how to make the best out of your socials and maybe how to set up email email funnels and what should be on a website and all that sort of thing. Just the takeaway today is just make sure that your personality comes across in your music. Make sure that you're not just chucking out product after product after product, but that you've got a little bit of you in there. We want to see a little bit of you. We want to connect with you and that'll help us to connect with your music. Or maybe we connect with your music first and then connecting with you is going to strengthen that bond strengthen that connection that we have and then we're going to be in we're going to be invested in you and your music and what you're doing and anything new that you put out we're going to be all over so hopefully that's a little helpful overview of promotion remember this is stage five of the artist life cycle so we've got branding we've been playing our music live we've written some songs we've recorded those and now we want to promote them we need to put those in front of an audience that are going to connect with us respond to our songs and we can't just grow that fan base. How I'm putting together short episodes every week, 15 to 20 minutes, just talking about uh, this topic, going from musician to artist, just leveling up and getting more serious about our music and, and trying to make this work as a living. So if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel so you know about future videos. 
give this one a like for me. If you're listening on podcasts, that's awesome. We're on Spotify and Apple Music. It's great for your commute to work. I love a good podcast on my way to work. And that's about it for me. Uh, Make some music this week and we'll talk again soon.